Welcome back to the Red Dice Diaries. I'm your host, John, and in this episode, I'm going to be giving you five tips for describing NPCs in your role-playing games. So, in addition to events and the world, inextricably linked with these aspects, and equally, if not more importantly, are the NPCs or non-player characters. Although the acronym and precise title may vary from game system to game system, these are the general populace of your game world, the dastardly enemies, staunch allies, monsters, and basically any entity that is not portrayed by your player characters. Given the importance of some of these NPCs, it's useful to think about how you are going to describe them to your players. After all, the GM serves as the window of the player's perceptions into your game world. They can only see and interact with what has been described. In this episode of the podcast, I'm going to give you five tips or suggestions for you to consider when describing your NPCs. Tip number one, don't start with the everyday details. Okay, so your players are being approached by someone in a standard D&D village. If you start off by saying something like, oh, they're wearing a brown jerkin and common workers' clothes, then the players, rightly or wrongly, may assume that this NPC is unimportant, or at the very least, this description won't really leave an impression on them and won't sort of get them fired up about this NPC. Once players are in this mindset, it can be difficult to win back any sort of enthusiasm for the NPC in question. Instead, focus on things that stand out or are notable about the NPC and finish off your description with the more average or normal details. And that's if you need to mention them at all. After all, if your villager is wearing the standard clothing common to all the villagers hereabouts, do you really even need to mention it? Tip 2. Pick a few notable characteristics that are easily noticeable about your NPC. Now, although the phrase never judge a book by its cover is a common one, it's difficult to claim that most of us don't make judgments, albeit of a more minor kind, when we first meet someone based on how they look and the first impressions they give off. Your players will tend to respond to your NPCs based on that initial encounter and how the NPC is described to them. When the player party approach an NPC, think about a few noticeable and notable details that will be immediately obvious on their approach. Perhaps a physical characteristic like a large nose, or maybe the NPC walks with a limp. The characteristic should be one that is noticeable at a short distance, and that marks the NPC out as different to all the other people in the village, town, or whatever. Your player party's first impression of an NPC is your first chance to lodge that character in their minds, making them stand out, even if it's only in a small way, from the mass of background people, and it goes a long way in making them seem a great deal more interesting. Tip 3. Think about how your NPC talks. A large part of RPGs involves interactions with NPCs, whether it be bartering for information, buying a drink from a tavern owner, or attempting to intimidate someone into spilling a load of information about their boss, the big bad guy. Much of this interaction will involve talking or conversing with the NPCs, so it's worthwhile thinking about how your NPC talks. Is their voice fast? Is it slow? Is it loud? Is it quiet? Do they have a long, drawn-out drawl? Now, don't worry, you don't have to be a professional impressionist or able to do a million and one different voices in order to make the most of this. If you describe how the NPC talks and then make even the slightest effort to alter your voice, the player's imagination will fill in the rest. 
Even if you're not good at voices, you can most likely vary the speed and volume of your voice, allowing you to differentiate between different NPCs. For example, in the current vampire game that I'm running, one of the player characters has a bound spirit, a spectre, at their beck and call, and when describing the creature, in addition to the physical effects of it manifesting, shadows growing darker, the temperature dropping, etc., I have it speak in a whisper with a slightly serpentine drawing out of the S's. It's a very easy voice to do that doesn't overly strain me, but it marks that NPC out, clearly identifying them, and it also gives them this slightly eerie and somewhat inhuman sound. This idea of varying your voice is especially useful when you have different NPCs talking to each other in a scene. If they all have exactly the same voice, then it can get confusing for the players who is talking and what's going on, and hell, sometimes it can even get confusing for the GM. Tip 4. Give your NPCs phrases or gestures that are their signature. You may have observed in real life that some people have phrases or actions that you associate with them. Maybe you've got a friend who always answers the phone in the same way, or you've got a buddy who always uses a certain phrase when they're getting excited about the bigger game or something similar. There's no reason why you shouldn't use this in your RPGs. It can be especially important if you are uncomfortable with changing your voice for an NPC. Giving them a set of gestures or particular phrases that they use regularly can serve to cement that character in the player's mind and make them easy to identify even if they are only given a minimal description in the future. For example, if you have a thief contact in your D&D game who constantly blinks and screws their face up when they are nervous, once the player characters pick up on this, it will become obvious to them that perhaps their contact isn't telling them something. Maybe they're setting them up for a double cross or something like that. It also serves to reward in-game the players who are being attentive and who are noticing this sort of thing, even if it's only in a fairly minor way. And our last tip, tip number five, connect your NPC with your world and events going on. So in real life, when we talk to other people and them to us, we tend to talk about our jobs, current events, and other such stuff that is going on in the world that impacts us. However, sometimes NPCs in RPGs can feel like they are a little isolated from this, like they spring into existence with their only purpose being to interact with the player characters for a time before they fade away into nothingness. This can make the NPC feel disposable and a little like a quest giver or non-player character in an old computer game, where you go up to them, you get the item or quest, and then you move on, with any actual conversation or interaction as an afterthought, or worst case scenario, an inconvenience that you just want to get through as quickly as possible to continue the adventure. When you're creating an NPC, think about what they have been up to recently and what current events in your game world will have had an impact on them, and then drop a few mentions of this into their conversation with the player party. You don't have to go into massive detail at first, and to be honest, you probably shouldn't, but just drop in the odd mention of an event or current happening, and if the player characters seem interested and probe further, then you can have the NPC elaborate. If the player party isn't interested and just wants to move on, no harm, no foul. It's not that you've spent a lot of time on it. For example, if your player party go to visit a blacksmith to buy some weapons, perhaps during the conversation as they're exchanging money or whatever, he apologises that he doesn't have as much stock as normal. The player characters can ignore this, buy their weapons and go on their way if they wish. No harm done. 
But if they're interested, you can have the blacksmith tell them that a group of bandits has been preying on the trade routes into town and that the supplies he needs for his work are not getting through. And instantly there, you've set up a potential future adventure and maybe a contact in the blacksmith, depending on how grateful he is if the PC sort out his problem. And again, you're rewarding the players for paying attention to what the NPCs are saying, which opens up new avenues of exploration and adventure for them. And again, also encourages them to pay more attention to what your NPCs are saying in the future. So there we are. There's five tips for helping you to describe NPCs in your various role-playing games. Have you got any tips yourself that we've not mentioned that you'd care to share with our audience? If you have, you can get in touch with us in a number of different ways. You can send us a voicemail message, either using Anchor or SpeakPipe. There will be links in the description of this episode where you can get to that. Or you can send us an email, either a text email or with a sound file attached to our email address, which is rddrpgpodcast at gmail.com. And you might be featured in some future episodes of the podcast so thank you for listening we hope you found those tips useful if you have please like and subscribe and all that stuff that people ask you to do if you're watching the youtube version and or share the episode if you're listening to either version and let people know about the podcast we've had a bit of a break recently just because work and stuff like that have been mad but we're hoping to get back to a slightly more regular schedule of releasing episodes soon. So hopefully we'll catch you in the next episode. And in the meantime, whatever you're playing out there, take care, stay safe, and have fun. And we'll see you soon.